Hello and welcome to the punting monologue. Monologue with two people. Just stop bringing it up, guys. It's a little sensitive. We're at Caulfield again this week. You're wherever you are. I'm Sonny Munn. He's Benny Clifton. How are you, Ben? Yeah, good, Sonny. How are you going? Mate, I'm all right. I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. It's a busy time of year. It was a busy day last Saturday. How did you go? Should we run through it? Flemington. Yeah, it please. Was, please, it please. Was, <laughs> well... It started off very promising in regards to the betting with Archo Nacho. $17 when I did the form. Started $4.20. Got held up a little bit. Maybe should have won, but ran second. So I thought, I think that was a good tip. Race two, Typhoon Titmus. Didn't do a hell of a lot at the big price. Hennessy Ladd in race four. Was first up in that race and probably raced like a horse who needed the run so I wouldn't drop off it. Floating Artist in race eight. Was solid in the market. A, a horse who's probably going to be better further into the preparation loomed up like it was going to win, but once again, maybe the fitness gave out. And then we came home with our best bet in the last, and the James of Hale. That was a pretty easy watch. It um, was solid in the market, which is always what you want to see uh, when you've had a bet. It never really looked in doubt, so it's a really nice horse going forward. Mate, death, taxes, and Benny's best. Honestly, I don't want to put the moz on here. And I'm probably going to jinx it, but we need to draw some attention to the fact that you need to carry a bloody fire extinguisher with you because you have got four out of four. That is an entire month of best bets coming up. Hey, mate, I've crunched some numbers. Go on. If you put 10 bucks four weeks ago, if you put 10 bucks on your best bet and then let it ride, it was, you know, paying 350 the first one. I think it was mm. Renosu or Our Red Morning. I can't even remember there's been that many. If you put 10 bucks on yeah. and just walked away and let it ride on every best bet, your tenner over those four weeks and four winning races would be up to $1,910. So I'm no mathematician, I'm no boffin, but uh, I'm pretty sure that's a decent profit percentage. <laughs> so no pressure, yeah, mate. Yeah, gamble responsibly. 100%. Have a think about what you're really betting with because 10 bucks could have got you a long way back in the day and you don't need to invest much more. Mate, what's going on with you? You're just on a hot streak. Never leave the table on a heater. <laughs> I think the most important thing in regards to the horses we've been backing is that they've, a lot of them have been sold in the market, and that's what we're looking for. So, ah, um, I thought the most important thing was that they kept winning. Yeah, well, you know, that's secondary to the fact we want to find the horses at the, at the top price. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, all right, Caulfield this week. Yeah, mate, so how's it going to be looking out there? A bit of blustery conditions with the weather, or are we okay? Well, there's no wind, which is nice, because Caulfield mm. can be really affected by the wind. Good four, rail six metres, a little bit of showers around on Saturday, but it shouldn't be too much. Um, that, that rail in the six metre position probably uh, advantages the on paces a little bit, but Caulfield in general is a really nice track to bet at, and you know you generally want to be looking for horses you know in the first half of the field, so that doesn't change anything. But yeah, I think there's some nice bets. We won't be betting in every race, but um, there's a few races, particularly in the middle of the card, that I'm, I'm keen on. Mate, as long as your best bet's in there somewhere, I'm happy. That's all I want to know. That's all I want to know. Now, let's get into it, mate. It's a big card of racing. Nine of the best starting from around about midday. The first is a bit of a sprint to get us going. Hold on to your hats, Benny, at 1,200 metres. Our favourite is Sensical at four bucks, along with Wolfie, around the same price. Then Gangitano is at eight, and Piastri for the F1 fans is at $9. Yeah, I mean, this is a race that we're not going to play, and it's a tricky little race. There is one form line I want to keep an eye on, and that's Robrick number eight, because um, it's coming out of a race that went really well at Maui last start, won by a horse who we're going to be tipping later called Molly Nickett. So that race went really well. 
I just I don't know if this race particularly suits it back onto the good track, but uh, that's an interesting runner for me. Robrick, I want to see how that horse goes. The favourite in the race is Woofie, first up, having its first start for Nick Ryan. He's got Blake Shin on board. Last jump out was really good. The first jump out was just a bowl around. They just trailed the field around and weren't really trying. So it's shown enough at the jump out. Sensicool uh, is the horse who's probably got the best of the um, best race form in the race. It was first up behind Spicy Marg's last start and it was really sold in the market. So those two are vying for favouritism. But we're just going to sit back, watch how the uh, track is playing and particularly want to see how Ro- I want to see first of all what the market does with uh, number eight Robrick and second of all how it performs yeah sounds like a decent one to watch first up for the racing fans out there that's great let's go over to race two where we double the distance now over 2400 meters our favorite is the regal one king's crossing at 290 then move for lex at 330 billy egan on board for a second i thought it said billy corgan i was like crikey he's keeping himself busy isn't he smiling politely <laughs> I actually saw Smashing Pumpkins yeah, right. a few months ago uh, in Ballarat. Underwhelming, to say the least. Underwhelming. Look, you come here for the racing tips. Instead, you get slander of iconic 90s bands. Got to be savvy, is it 480? And then Fun Sunday. Oh, I don't know about that name. That is uh, very, very, very close <laughs> to Sunday Fun Day, which is a gateway drug to Friday. And then you start saying things like, I've got all the feels and I'm eating all the dips. And you're an absolute drip. That's at 10 bucks, and let's keep moving on. Real pet hate of mine. <laughs> Sunday fun day really gets you going. Sunday fun day. Oh. <laughs> it just keeps popping up too, doesn't it? Hate it. Hate it. All right, this race, you know, it's pretty light on for chances. So we'll just concentrate on the first three in the market. I'm, I'm tipping King's Crossing, and, you know, this is a limited horse, but um, this is a limited bunch it's against, and it's probably got the best platform of. Uh, any of these horses in the race for this 2400 meters ran really well behind first immortal last start uh, when it was solid in the betting and Blake Shin goes on board that's a significant jockey upgrade and uh, looks really hard to beat King's Crossing and, and what probably one of the main reasons I'm keen on this horse is I'm, I'm really not keen on the other two in the market got to be savvy and move for Lex I think they're coming out of a much weaker race at Caulfield and um, like move for Lex was thirty to one last start. You you've been asked to take three dollars thirty, three dollars twenty. So, no thanks. And and got to be savvy. He's another one who's got a little bit of ability, but uh, was a big drifter in betting uh, last start as well. And um, I don't think this is uh, any easier. So, King's Crossing for mine. Limited horse, but it's racing even more limited horses. So um, I'm with it. Limited race. Just have a think about what you want to set yourself when it comes to a limit. Set a deposit limit and have a think about what you are really gambling with this Saturday. So let's go to race three over the same distance, mate, over 2,400. Rolls is our favourite at the moment at 2.30. Farago, I do like that word, at $3.90. T Waters at 4.60. Then it blows out in a big way. Yeah, this is a, another race where it's got a long tail in that um, the first three in the market really dominate and that's probably because of the conditions of the race. Set weights plus, plenty, plus penalties. Rolls is really well in the weights. T Waters is well placed. And uh, there's not much out of, uh, outside of those two. But you, you have a look at the favourite Rolls and you're like, yeah, it's, it's probably entitled to be favourite. But it's also a horse who doesn't win that often. And it's got Harry Grace on board. That's not, a, not really a plus for me. So couldn't back it. T Waters has got... 
the SP edge over rolls on a couple of occasions, but hasn't really raced up to that SP, so can't be with it. Farago's a different form line, but all it's wet. All its wins have been on wet tracks and it's on a dry track here. So too many queries, shocking race. Um, the next two races really get me excited. So Ooh. I think we should move on. Yes, let's get rid of the question marks and go straight to the exclamations. Race four over 1,400, we got Molly Nickers. Great term, Nickers. Very underused at 2 bucks forty. Inexorable, 5 bucks. Eugenius at seven fifty, And Balgowan, it's got to be a country town somewhere, at $9.00. Anything here, mate? Yes, the favourite, Molly Nickers. I mean, this win at uh, Maui, this is this was the form line I alluded mm. to earlier, beating Robrick. It just it came from off the speed. It was started at eighty-five in this race, and just the way it let down the last 200 metres, it was laying in, but it just went straight past them. Huge margin to third, ran really good time, and seems to be looking for the 1,400 metres. This is a horse who is going on to much better races than this. So Molly Nickers, for me... I just hope from Barrier 1 they, they're a little bit positive from that gate and they can just settle in behind the leaders and be positive, which a lot of Peter Moody horses are, so I suggest that'll be the plan and uh, looks awfully hard to beat. Of the others in the in the market, ex- how do you say it? Inexorable? Inexorable. You got it in one, pal. Did you say that when you read the market? I sure did, mate. Good to know you're paying attention. You're not listening to me, are you? <laughs> <laughs> it ran all right last start on the synthetic, but... This is a much harder race, and you know, you're looking at five bucks. I think it'll drift, and and even the top of Eugenia, seven dollars fifty, um, coming out of a very ordinary race, race last start at Flemington. So the two dollars forty about Molly Nickers at the moment. I think it'll start odds on, so I'd be locking in the price uh, as early as possible. Gee, I tell you what, you've gone one eighty on Carlene Heffel of lately, mate. She's in good form. She's, uh, you know, I probably have to swallow my pride a bit with that, and I was very critical of her early, but. She uh, she's probably the informed apprentice in Melbourne at the moment, and it's her time of year to shine, particularly on wet tracks. You know where the, where the trainers like to use the claim, and and she's getting some best uh, good rides, and and a lot of the top jockeys are away. So I'm not afraid to back her on a horse like this. Good to hear, mate. Good to hear. Let's go to race five in the middle of the card over 1,400. Movada? Movada? Let's call the whole thing off at about 5.50 at the moment. Cuban Link. Smoke them if you got them at seven bucks. Biao Bay. Biao Bay, I'm going to go with. Ooh, I'm having a shocker today at 8.50. Impending Shadow. Impending Shadow? What's that? Noon, is it? Or maybe Dawn. That's at 9.50. And Darylina Bell is at 10 bucks. Yeah, this is a this is a weak. Oh, it's not a weak race. It's a wide open race, but uh, it's a weak favourite. I think in Movado, I I don't know if the bookies knew what what to put up favourite because it was so wide open. But this is a horse who obviously doesn't run a bad race. Never missed a place in nine starts, but also hasn't run a rating. And even last start didn't run a rating. This is, it looks harder here. I couldn't possibly back it. Five dollars fifty at the moment mm, could start ten bucks in my opinion. The horse I want to be with is Darylina Bell. This is a horse who hasn't raced in this lower class for a long time, and when she does, she really performs. So um, she's coming down from Sydney. We know the Sydney form's been really been holding up in Melbourne. Probably the main negative with her is Barrier Twelve. She'll probably have to go back, but huge positive in that Blake Shin's riding at the leading jockey in Victoria at the moment. But Huge dropping grade. This is a great bit of placement for this horse, and uh, at ten dollars, I really want to. I, I want to back this heavily. Each Interesting. Way. Gamble responsibly. Definitely imagine what you could be buying instead. I tell you what else is good odds, mate. My Oman, which is in this race as well. If we go all the way down to the pink sash at number eleven of go on, go on. Miltita. 
because I'm a little dyslexic and Listexia Sunny Munn thought it said Matilda. And this is the month of the Matildas for the World Cup, so I'm going to stick with my dyslexic Miltida and uh, just call it Matilda anyway. When does the World Cup start? At the time of recording, it starts in about six hours. So it's going to be Thursday evening for the next really? month. Yeah, dog. It's a snuck under the radar. Oh, good time to be alive. It's going to be in prime time, my friend. Sport everywhere. Sport everywhere. Speaking of going everywhere, we're going to take a quick break now so you can hear about the great mint trips and all they have to offer coming up this August. Mint Sports is kicking off Mint Trips. This August, Mint Trips is venturing north for the Darwin Cup. The package includes return flights, four nights at Como, tickets to the race days with all hospitality included. So if you and your mates are in need of a bit of winter sun, love the horses and don't mind a mint time, head on over to Mint Sports and check out the Mint Trips Darwin Cup package. Limited tickets available. Get in now. Race six now, over 1,100 metres, and Kin is our pretty short price favourite, currently sitting around 210 at the bookies. Kotel is at five, and Charmed Run is nine bucks. It is double figures and blowing out for the rest of the field. Yeah, we've got a little bit of a quiet period as far as bets. Uh, coming up on this card, but th- this was the one that I underned about Kin because it was so impressive last start. Um, Four forty into three dollars seventy, settled out the back and just completely destroyed him. I think that's going to be the plan again, the same track and distance. So barrier twelve, they'll just go back and probably be too hard to beat. But I just think on this occasion the market's found her enough, and two dollars ten is pretty pretty skinny price to be taking about a horse who's going to be settling near enough to last on a six-metre rail at Caulfield. So willing to let this one go, but you know, if, you're, if you're keen on Kin, I uh, couldn't talk you out of it. You actually did talk me out of it. I think it's a bit too thin, according to the experts I've been listening to recently. Race seven now over 1,200. Vavia is at 270, validated at 650. Then we've got a bunch of double figures. Should I be reading any of those out, mate, or are we putting our feet up? Yeah, we've we still got our feet up. But, I mean, this is an interesting race because Vavia's got a similar profile to Kin in the previous race and that it came down with Sydney form... Godolphin horse and completely destroyed him. I mean, uh, it settled near enough to last again and then one by five and a half lengths. They just don't do that. And I, I think she's used up that edge of having the Sydney form last start. And now she takes on the Colts here and uh, there's a little bit more depth. So I'm not really, once again, I'm not willing to take this price, particularly, you know, this is a horse who's going to be near enough to last. So it just goes against everything that you know, I've learned as an analyst and punter that, you know, it's a low percentage play and when you're dipping into these prices, you need to have, you know, everything going your way. So just with these two Godolphin runners, they're probably the winner. Wouldn't talk you out of them, but for mine, um, I couldn't back them myself. Good little lesson there from one of the experts in the trade. Gee, I sound like a carpet call ad there. You do not have to punt in every single race. Call, call, Benny Clifton. Did I ever tell you my mate... My mate's old man was friends with DK and Dennis Lilly went around to his house one day as a kid and they were playing backyard cricket with Dennis Lilly and he had no idea who he was. And eventually my mate's old man goes, Luke, do you, do you know who you're playing cricket with right now? And he sort of paused and looked up at him and his face sort of changed and went, oh, wow, 
You're the bloke from the carpet call ads. <laughs> yeah, mate. I thought you were about to tell my story that my brother had told you because one day we were at home that? and Dad was dropping Dennis Lilly at the airport. and <laughs> Way to trump me. Wow. So he brought Dennis Lilly over and he bowled us a few balls <laughs> in the front yard. The front yard was dry what? as anything. There were... There were cracks everywhere, so he was... He was Don't blame the deck, mate. It's Dennis Lilly. You're allowed to get beaten by him. He was unplayable. <laughs> blaming the pitch. One of the great bowls of all time, and you're blaming the deck. And then he, it's okay, he, mate. he signed our bat, and uh, we continued to play with it later on, and it rubbed off, so <laughs> we lost his signature. So, <laughs> Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I th- when you said that, one of my friends, I thought you were going to tell a, tell a story that my brother had told yeah, you. Yeah, but I put myself in it. Yeah, one day I was playing <laughs> cricket with uh, my mate. Oh, hang on, that was you. <laughs> I've definitely done that before. Told a story and halfway through had someone go, mate, that was me. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. <laughs> That's right. I've never been to Hawaii to skydive. <laughs> We, we digress. We do. Let's go to race eight in Caulfield now over 1,200. Ingratiating at four bucks, as is General Bo at 480. It's our time, an old Oman of ours. Didn't quite get the chocolates last time, so it is not our time this week. Minimeth. Oh, crikey. Is that how you pronounce it? At six bucks. And then I'm not going to bother with the rest. Yeah, I mean, this is a race. Like, we're not playing this race, so I'll, I'll say that straight off the top. But, you know, this is a race where, look, Ingratiating and General Bo look the class runners in the race and... Coming out of the race behind Cy last start, the, the Monash Stakes, where you know they, they weren't too far apart in the market, and they're not going to be too far apart in the market here. So they're the logical uh, horses' uh, main chances. In regards to the market, I think Nemeth... Yeah, your guess is as good as mine. It's the, <laughs> it's the real weakness in the market. I mean, it, it was absolute picnic last start in front, and it's a horse who, whilst it goes all right, it does have its limitations. Currently $6, I think it'll drift, and it's our time is tied into that Nemeth form line, so uh, I want to be completely against it. So, you know, I think if you're looking at this race, you're looking at the top two of the market in Shade and General Bow, but it's not a race that particularly excites me. I think we'll let this one go. I hope people are listening with a pen and paper out there, because whilst you haven't tipped in every race, you've given a good bit of analysis for anyone who is interested in having a little bit of a play. Let's go to the last chance saloon now. Race nine over 1,400, just before five o'clock. Our favourite is St. Lawrence, patron and saint of quality footwear at 280. Cardigan Queen at eight bucks. And I've been given a little tip by a bloke in the know who says go all the way down the line to the Danish prince floating around 17. Started at 23. What's the boy? Talk me through the patron state of shoes. Did you? <laughs> it's just a spinal tap quote, For mate. Where? It's absolutely nonsensical. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, let's start with St. Lawrence because um, it does dominate the market at $2.80. It's a nice horse, rolls forward. Started $3.90 last start, but there wasn't any margins last start. The time wasn't that great. There's just enough queries there. It does drop a little bit in grade and, you know, obviously it's a horse of, of considerable prom- promise, but um, it's not a horse that I want to get involved with at that price. So the horse I do want to back, as you mentioned, yes. is Danish Prince. I think it's it's the different form line that's badly needed because um, the, a lot of the form lines that these horses that have been racing Victoria coming out of are, are pretty weak. So this is the horse who's been racing in Sydney, 
uh, in Benchmark 78 company and comes down to Melbourne where the, the races are probably of a little bit lesser quality at the moment. I think the Sydney form is a little bit stronger. So in that race last start at Rose Hill, it was sold in the market $8 into $7 and just forget it when it went around, nothing went right. So I think from barrier three, they'll be positive from that gate and honest best form at that price of, you know, as you mentioned, 18 17 $18. Mm. Uh, I think it's def- definitely worth a, uh, something each way on it. Certainly a bit of value about there, mate. That's fantastic. Can I run through the card for it? Go for it. Here we go. Race one. Keep an eye on Road Brick, but we're going to shoulder arms. Race two, we're avoiding Fun Day, Sun Day, Sun Fun Day. Okay. We're on King's Crossing there. You like the look of that one in race three. This is another top-heavy race that does not interest us one jot. Race four, you seem strong on Molly Knickers. Hoping not to have your pants pulled down on that one. And let's hope they're positive from the gate. Race five, if you don't want the dyslexic omen of Mill. Tita, I still think it says Matilda every time. It's a wide open race, but it's a weak favourite, so you're on Darylina Bell. Then in race six, you um denied about Kin, but the market has found her, so we're not going to bother. Race seven, we're keeping our feet up here, as we are in race eight. A little bit of a dry patch in the card, but we come home with a wet sail with Danish Prince in the last at a whopping 17s at the moment. How did I go? Yeah, good. I think we've picked the eyes out of the card and, you know, if you want to get involved in the early market, so particularly suggest you get involved in Molly Nickers. Mm. I think it'll it'll firm into odds on, on race day. So okay. um, I'm keen on Molly Nickers as the best bet. Best value, I'm really keen on Darylina Bell as well. I think the $10 at the moment, she's a horse who I can see starting around the 6 or $7 mark. So those two are probably the pick of them. Plenty of value. Just imagine what you could be buying instead and set yourselves a deposit limit, guys. That's going to be all from us. Enjoy your Saturday. Stay safe. And Benjamin, I'll speak to you same bat time, same bat channel next week. Thank you, Sonny. Good luck, punters. Good luck, punters. Good luck, Miltita. Miltita.